0: Welcome to Hokie Stronger Together, a podcast that provides holistic support for Hokie student athletes. Each month, experts from within the Virginia Tech Department of Athletics will team up to discuss relevant issues impacting college athletes and provide tips for student athletes to grow mentally, personally, professionally, and spiritually. Episodes will include staff from Counseling and Athletic Mental Performance, Fellowship of Christian Athletes, Hokie Fuel, student-athlete academic support services, and student-athlete development. We will also bring in special guests to share their personal experiences. Our goal is to help Hokies thrive through college and beyond. We are all Hokies. We are all stronger together.
1: (laughs) So, welcome to today's podcast. I'm Raina Gilbert Lowry, and I'll be your host. And in the past, we've focused a lot on mental health resources for student athletes, especially related to COVID 19. And today, we're going to hear how two areas within the Virginia Tech Department of Athletics Camp, our, our Counseling and Athletic Mental Performance Department, and Student Athlete Development have teamed up to support the mental health needs of Hokie student athletes. On today's episode, we'll talk to Natalie Forbes, Senior Director of Student-Athlete Personal Development, as she shares insight on Thrive, a student-athlete mental health program that she helped create that's designed to help student-athletes, as you may have guessed it, thrive through those challenging experiences. And we'll also hear from Chris Nicola, a Hokie men's soccer player, as he shares his experiences with injury and his involvement in Thrive, and they'll both also share resources for student-athletes because that's one of the best parts about this podcast. We really want to make sure our listeners have tangible takeaways to help them through their college journey and beyond. So Natalie, let's start with you. Can you tell us about Thrive and how this idea came about?
2: Uh, Definitely. Thanks, Raina. So at the core, Thrive is our mental health programming for student athletes. The idea for Thrive came about during the spring of 2018, really just through conversation with student athletes. Uh, what we were hearing was that while our student athletes were very grateful for the sports psychology staff we have with Dr. Bennett, Paul, and Lauren, they wanted a space to discuss mental health in a community setting, uh, to really connect with and learn from others, and to help each other understand and learn that they're not alone, that other people around them are experiencing some of the similar things that they're experiencing, and really wanted to create that community. So. From those conversations, Lauren Naldo and I worked to create a group called the Thrive Tribe. So that's one to two student athletes from each team who would really be the driving force behind the program. Uh, This group is responsible for helping to create and promote and implement the Thrive programming. And it was really important to us that these events came from these student athletes as they can really provide us with a firsthand look at what the needs of our student athletes are so that we can make sure that our programming is intentional and beneficial and really gets to the core of what the needs are. Um, Obviously they're with student athletes every single day, they are student athletes, so they can hear from their teammates what they're struggling with and really share with us what is going to be the most beneficial for the student athletes we're trying to serve. Um, So this group works to decide the topics that we discuss, what activities we implement, if we have speakers, the gifts, the food, really from top to bottom they are the driving force behind our programming. Um, So each semester we host around two to three events for our student athletes, and they have been for various groups. Sometimes it's just for freshmen, sometimes it's just males or females. Um, We've had some that are open to all student athletes, uh, but they focus on numerous topics from general stress to body image. uh, And most recently we focused this semester on isolation and anxiety. So the events are facilitated by myself and Lauren, as well as other members of the camp staff uh, with the Thrive Tribe members really leading discussions and activities for their peers. So overall, we've been really excited about how the, connect- the connections that have been created from these events um, and really watching them allow our student athletes to build community and feel open to talking about their mental health struggles and their experiences. Um, it provides a space for them to lean on each other and ultimately work to break the stigma surrounding mental health for student athletes.
1: Natalie, I love that it's student driven and the student athletes have a really big part in determining kind of what the content will be, what they want to share, and what they want their peers to learn. That's awesome. So Chris, let's turn it over to you. You're a sophomore on the men's soccer team. Can you tell us a little bit about your story, what happened during your freshman year, and how you got connected with Thrive?
3: Yeah, so from the beginning, just like a little bit of background, uh, Junior year of high school. I tore my ACL the first time um, about halfway through. Got surgery, came back eight and a half, nine months later. um, Played my entire senior year, had a great season. Decided to take a gap year. In my gap, uh, I had tore it again about in October, like about a month and a half into my gap. Didn't have a school, was kind of in a bad spot, but still had my entire gap year to figure stuff out. Got the surgery again. 10 months later, I'm at Tech in Summer Academy. Things are going great. First game, minute and a half in, I tear my right ACL and meniscus again for the third time. Uh, So that was right in the beginning. It was August 26th, Uh, came from California, didn't know anybody. And then I'm sidelined again, three surgeries in four years. Uh, And it was just not the best year, not the best start that I could have had um and it just you know it wasn't going well so i after about a couple weeks i started reaching out to some people like paul through camp um and he just helped me a lot like mentally and like figuring out um just where i was and like how to move forward either apart from soccer and just like socially um just what to do and uh he actually uh, sent me, there was a Thrive event. Uh, I wasn't part of Thrive Tribe at the moment, but, um, he sent me an event to go to, and it was one of, it was dealing with injuries and it was mind over matter. And I remember it because I have the shirt from it. It's a pretty cool shirt. Uh, um, and I go to it and it actually helped a lot. Like it was hearing like other student athletes, that are currently at Virginia Tech and ones that have graduated, um, like hearing that they had went through some pretty tough times, like even harder, because some people get completely medically disqualified or have further health concerns and me just not being able to play soccer. So it was pretty nice to hear about that. And that's like the biggest way that I connected through Thrive. Yeah, thanks,
1: Chris. I can't imagine, uh kind of going through that. And you talked about three surgeries in four years, and you definitely didn't have the start that you had hoped for for your college career, but being able to connect with other student athletes who had had similar experiences. And, and like you said, even even tougher experiences seemed like it was um, kind of really an, an, impo- an integral piece um, to helping you kind of continue on and, and thrive and, and move forward in your recovery. So. Um, Glad you went to Mind Over Matter and love that you sport the t-shirt. Natalie, do you remember that Mind Over Matter event? Can you tell us a little bit about kind of where that came about? Uh,
2: Yes, hearing Chris say that that made an impact is just like so many warm and fuzzies right now. Um, So Mind Over Matter was our event for male student-athletes last semester. Um, And it it did exactly that. It tried to help our student-athletes Really focus on how their mind could be an ally as opposed to something that they're fighting against, whether they're going through injuries, they're dealing with stress and anxiety, um, you know, they're trying to handle a heavy course load and, and make time for all the things that they need to do. Um, so we had a former student athlete, Jared Hott, who is one of our wrestlers, speak. Um, and I mean, he is the ultimate was the ultimate student athlete. was really successful um, as a wrestler and in the classroom. And so for us to be able to share his story and for him to be vulnerable and say, you know, I was accomplishing all these things. He wrestled for a national championship, but behind closed doors, these were some of the things I was struggling with. um, I think really helped some of our student athletes see that it can happen to anybody. It's something that we all struggle with. And if this image of toughness of of Jared, if we can see kind of what's really going on with him, it helps the rest of us to understand like, it's okay, it's good to talk about it, it's good to reach out. Um, and just to help see that there's so many others around us that want to help, especially within our athletic department, allowing some of our student athletes to connect with each other. Um, we had some Thrive Tribe members lead discussions and, and share with others at their tables, um, which I think just really helps to create some more vulnerab- vulnerability in the room. Um, and allows us to lean on each other and say, you know, we're in this together, we want to break the stigma, we're all going through something, so let's talk about it and and bring to light uh, what we're going through to help each other get to where we want to be.
1: Awesome, and I know you had two events for our male and female student-athletes this semester. Can you talk a little bit about those and um, what impact do you think those programs had on our student-athletes?
2: Uh, Definitely. So this semester we hosted our first virtual programs for Thrive, obviously because of COVID. Um, So hated not being able to have our student athletes in the room with us and, you know, feed them and and have the small talk that we normally have as they're walking into or leaving the events. But we felt it was really, really vital to still do some sort of programming because of where we're at right now, just with a pandemic and a lot going on this year. Um, So our female program focused on managing mental health through times of transition and how to handle feelings of isolation, which I think many of us are experiencing right now. Um, So as far as transition, everyone is going through some sort of transition right now, it seems like whether it's a freshman trying to figure out how to transition to being, you know, a college athlete or a senior thinking of, how am I gonna transition into the real world? Um, Some of our sophomores and juniors really struggling with transitioning to online classes or new leadership roles um, on their team. So kind of how to handle that um, as well as isolation. We had about 90 females attend, which was really awesome. So we have to shout out to the Thrive Tribe for working really, really hard to promote and get their teammates and friends there. Um, And then for the male event, they wanted to focus more on anxiety from two different lenses. So the first being general anxiety and stress, uh, trying to handle the unknowns that many of us are facing right now, and really managing those what ifs. Um, And the second part of the event was focused more on performance anxiety. And strategies to cope with those feelings. So just like I mentioned with the male event last spring, finding ways to utilize your mind as an ally when it comes to performance as opposed to something that you're fighting against. Um, So as far as impact, I think both of these events impacted the student athletes in a couple different ways. The first being just giving themselves the time and the space to slow down and actually focus on their mental health. Very often, especially with student-athlete schedules, they're moving at such a fast pace, pace, going from one thing to another, whether it's class to practice to meetings, um, or all the other time commitments that they have, it's really easy to forget to stop and check in on how they're feeling, how they're doing, and how they're moving through all these different spaces. So these events at the core really gave them 60 minutes to do that, to check in, to evaluate where they are in this current moment, um, and really get a sense of, of how they're doing. Um, secondly, I think these programs allow those student athletes to really interact with each other. So in this COVID space, in this COVID time, we're encouraging everyone to social distance, to stay in small groups, to only see, you know, your roommates or your teammates. Um, so these events had breakout rooms and some partner work which I think really allowed our student athletes to connect not only with their own teammates and friends, but with other athletes who they likely haven't gotten a chance to interact or spend much time with because they're you know doing what they're supposed to be doing and, and being safe. Um, and then lastly, I think, and, and I hope that the events helped our student athletes see that they're not alone with what they're going through, um, giving them a chance to hear from others, uh, to hear from people that they look up to, from leaders on their team, Um, to hear them share and be vulnerable can leave such an impact and help to validate that struggles are normal. Um, So this was really another step to breaking that stigma and to normalizing, you know, focusing on your mental health and and giving yourself that time.
1: Yeah, those sounded like really good events. And like you said, you wish you could have had them in person but it really was important to be able to offer that space for the student athletes to be able to connect And um, again, the student athletes setting the tone and kind of saying, this is what we, you know, the Thrive Tribe, this is what we think would be important for our peers. I think that's great. So Chris, Natalie did talk a little bit about isolation and that was the focus on, in relationships for the the female session. Um, I mean, relationships are really important, especially as part of the college experience and the student athlete experience. And ironically, over the last several months, you know, as a result of, the COVID-19 pandemic, we've all been discouraged from maintaining that close contact and, and, and also encouraged to maintain social distancing. Um, and being injured can also impact relationships and the amount of time you spend with teammates throughout the recovery process. Can you talk a little bit about how um, you know, being injured and also kind of being in the pandemic, um, how that impacted um, and impacts your relationship with teammates and then a little bit later we'll talk about kind of what advice you have for student athletes who are feeling isolated.
3: Yeah so from like the isolation standpoint like I was just in it a couple of weeks ago uh, like it's hard and I was in New Hall West in the dorms and you really can't go outside you can't see anybody you're alone in your room for 10 days uh, so from there you just like you can text your teammates you can do all this but at the end of the day, like you're not with them, even if you're just sitting on the field, you can't sit on the field with them because you have to stay inside. Um, So that's definitely tough. You can't travel with the team. You can't really hang out with them on the weekends. Um, You're just, for those 10 days, like exactly how it is, isolation. You're like alone on an island with nobody else. So um, it's definitely tough. It's not easy. Um, I just, you have so much time on your hands, you don't know what to do with it. And then you don't get to hang out with your teammates, like the guys or girls that you're closest to and spend the most time with. So it's definitely hard just being taken away from it, especially with COVID. And then injuries, the same thing. Like I have uh, PT three times a week and it usually is during my training time. So those three days a week that I'm in physical therapy trying to get better, I can't be with my team and also like with being injured, you can get relationships with each other. I talked to Paul a lot about this. Um, You can get close with people just by talking to them and hanging out with them, but like with your teammates, it's a completely different kind of relationship if you're like struggling on the field with them and like putting like your body on the line to like win a game and like you get those kind of experiences, uh, just like winning tackles, like getting kicked in the shins, like all this stuff. Um, it's kind of like a different experience and a different uh, uh, kind of relationship that you get with your teammates. So being injured definitely, definitely impacts it in that way.
1: Chris, what, um, what kind of resources, you talked a lot about Paul and the camp staff, in addition to Paul, what other resources have you used to um, kind of be able to continue to to come back from your injuries?
3: Um, so personally, I lean a lot on my family, so on that side. But at Tech, I talk a lot to like a couple of my teammates that I'm really close with that have known like deeper than like the surface of like what I've went through. Um, so being able to lean on them is really helpful. And then just, uh, there's like a mentor mentorship, menteeship program, uh, like Hokies Help Hokies Heal. Um, and pretty much it just connects injured athletes to somebody that's already went through the injury. So like I'm a mentor, let's say somebody on the baseball team or on the basketball team hurts their knee, has to get surgery, um and it's just and they need somebody to talk to it's easier to talk to uh another athlete who's their age who's went through it than just a counselor in a room that feels like they're picking your brain apart which isn't normally the case but uh that's like another pretty big resource like it wasn't last year it wasn't as developed as it is now so i never really got that but I was able to connect with other athletes that have went through the same injury. Like there was three women soccer players last year that had tore it within a month, month and a half that I had. So I was able to talk to them, see what they're going through. Um, so that was also really helpful.
1: Yeah, that piece about being able to relate to um, other student athletes that are going through injuries or who've already gone through them, I think is really important. And, you know, as much as you can talk with your family or the counseling staff, being able to have someone that has gone through it, even though it's not at the same time and maybe not the same level, um, they kind of understand, just like you talked about, that isolation, you know, being apart from your team. You talked about your PT time is right during practice, right? So you're missing that that time you get to spend with your teammates. So. Um, I'm really glad that the camp staff started that program to be able to add another layer to support our student-athletes. Natalie, what about you? What are some tips that um, you have for our student-athletes who are recovering from injuries or, you know, experiencing mental health challenges, even through kind of how how you've taken Thrive from, you know, its infancy to where it is now?
2: Uh, Well, very similar to what Chris just said, the first thing I would say is, and recommend to anyone struggling, whether it's recovering from injuries and or mental health challenges is to reach out, to talk to someone, whether it's a friend, a family member, a teammate, a mental health professional like our camp staff, just talk to someone. Um, that first step is often the hardest. It's a lot easier said than done to just, hey, let's talk about my feelings. Let's talk about what I'm struggling with. Um, but it's it's really important. Um, we are not meant to struggle alone. We are not meant to be in this, Isolated space where we have to deal with everything that's thrown at us by ourselves Um, and especially in this department. Like I said earlier, we are surrounded by people who care and who want to see us succeed. But if they can't, they can't help us if they don't know that we're struggling. Um, And I think one thing to keep in mind is this doesn't have to be a formal interaction. You know, it doesn't have to be sitting down in a dark room with a candle and sharing your deepest, darkest feelings. It can be having a casual conversation with a friend or a teammate to say, hey, I'm, I'm struggling with this. This is something that's been bothering me or that I really, you know, I can't get over this hump. Um, but that can make a huge impact and open up doors to help us kind of get to where we want to be. Um, so I de- would say definitely the first thing is just to reach out. Um, the second thing I would say is to focus on just doing the next thing. Uh, I think that often when we are dealing with injuries or mental health struggles, we get really overwhelmed thinking of the end goal of competing again or of waking up and not feeling any anxiety and being happy all the time. Um, But I think if we break it down into smaller, more manageable tasks, it doesn't seem as daunting. So instead of focusing on how far we have to go, just focus focus on the next thing we have to do, the next thing we can do. Um, Instead of thinking about, you know, I have to heal from this shoulder injury and get back to throwing a baseball at 92 miles an hour maybe today it's just the next thing is lifting your arm over your head maybe it's lifting up a five pound weight Um, so just think breaking it into smaller more manageable bites so that it's not looking at you know the miles that you still have to go it's just okay today this is what i'm going to do and then tomorrow it'll be the next big thing or the next small thing Um, i heard a quote from a navy seal a couple weeks ago about how he survived his BUDS training. So that's obviously extremely physically challenging, mentally challenging, emotionally challenging. Um, But his mantra every day was just to make it to the next meal, to make it to breakfast. So after he made it to breakfast, right after that, he had a lot more training before lunch, but his next goal was just to make it to lunch. So as opposed to thinking I have however many months of this grueling physical challenge, it was, I'm just gonna make it to the next meal. And then by the end of it, it didn't seem like it was such a huge task. Um, and obviously keeping food at the forefront of your mind, it's a good way to get through life. So just trying to make it to that next meal. Um, and then my last tip would be just to give yourself grace and space. Um, say it again, the the grace and the space to heal. So. With injuries and mental health struggles, the road back is not immediate. It's not a straight line. Um, There will be setbacks. There will be days that we want to give up. Um, But treating yourself like you would treat a friend that's struggling. If you had a friend who had torn an ACL, you wouldn't say the day after surgery, okay, you need to go run a five-minute mile. I would never run a five-minute mile. If any friend said that to me, I would not be friends with them anymore. But... Um, to treat yourself and and give yourself the grace that you would give a friend or a family member that you care about um, and celebrating those small victories. So kind of like focusing on on that next thing, after you tear your ACL, you're not gonna run a five minute mile the day after surgery but maybe the week after you're walking more than you were last week, maybe it's okay today I can only use one crutch. Um, So celebrating those small victories, not dwelling on the setbacks and allowing yourself the time and the space to heal both mentally and physically. Um, I think this can be really hard when talking about mental health specifically because often because it's not physical, it's not something we can see, it's hard for us to see it as an injury. Um, which is like I said, if you, if you have a knee injury or a back injury or an arm injury, you're not gonna expect to be performing at full capacity right after it happens. Um, so I think we need to remind ourselves to give us that same grace when it comes to mental health struggles, that it takes practice, it takes time. It's not gonna be a quick fix. Um, so really giving ourselves the time and the space to heal, to have setbacks and not let it completely knock us off course. Um, and to treat ourselves like we would treat our friends, because normally we're really nice to our friends. We need to be nicer to ourselves sometimes.
1: Yeah, usually we're tougher on oursel- ourselves than we are on others. Love those. Okay, so you talked about reaching out. That's sometimes the hardest step, the first step. Doing, just doing the next thing. You talked about making it to the next meal. If my next meal is chocolate, I'm good. Like breakfast, chocolate, lunch, chocolate, dinner, chocolate. I can do that. Give yourself some grace and space to heal and then celebrating the small victories. Chris, anything you would add um, to that list?
3: Yeah. So now we had said like don't be afraid to like seek out help. I think the biggest thing, at least for me, the biggest challenge was being willing to accept the help. When it was offered to me. Uh, so I would always try to do stuff on my own. Like I would hate when my family tried to help me do stuff because uh, I didn't want to feel like I wasn't doing anything, like I was useless. So uh, you ha- like people have the help, like everyone is here to help you. Otherwise, we wouldn't have the camp and student athlete development. Like we wouldn't have any of that if they weren't here to help us. So I think that's like one of the biggest things. And then um, if you're not just like people who are injured, but people who know people that are injured, like your friends or your teammates, it goes a long way, just like in on them and like, ask them how you're doing. Like I had my strength and conditioning coach text me the day after my surgery, asking me how it went. And I didn't even know that he knew when my surgery was. And so that was like, wow, like these people like really care. And so not just like for people that are injured, but if you know somebody that's going through something, it doesn't have to be an injury. I think that really, really helps. Like even just asking them, oh, do you need anything? You need me to pick something up. Uh, like you like don't expect them to say yes or no, but, uh, just reaching out and asking them, it goes a lot further than a lot of people would think.
1: Thanks, Chris. Those are both really good. Shout out to all the support staff for Hokie student athlete, strength and conditioning camp, student-athlete development and nutrition staff, sports medicine. Those are great. Yeah, the, the biggest piece is be willing to accept that help. We've got a lot of resources for student-athletes here. So I really appreciate you all taking the time to connect today to provide some um experiences chris thank you for being so vulnerable and sharing about um, what you've gone through what you're still going through how you are helping student athletes that are going through similar experiences natalie thank you for um sharing the kind of the inception of thrive um, that you and lauren worked on creating in the way that it provides just another resource for our student athletes to be able to um, continue to talk about some important issues and i really think we've um, gone a long way here at virginia tech to be able to create a space where our student athletes feel comfortable um, sharing especially related to mental health so thank you all so much i appreciate it
3: thanks reina thanks chris thanks guys
0: Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you learned a few things and even more, we hope you feel like it's easier to put one foot in front of the other as you continue on your collegiate journey. Tune in next time as we continue to discuss ways to help Hokie student athletes thrive through college and beyond. You can find us on 10 platforms, including Apple Podcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Google Podcast. You can learn more about our experts by going to Hokiesports.com and clicking on the Athletics tab. Remember, we are all Hokies, we are all stronger together.